Thanks for listening to BS and Beer Media. This podcast is about fantasy football. fantasy football podcast i'm your host dale i got my guy kyle with me what's going on man what's up everybody yes sir and also with me i got my guy tim what's up man oh i got my guy this time i like it you know i i couldn't couldn't think of anything else i just went with the generic my guy so yeah 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 (laughs) works out works out man yes sir so what do we got what do we have to drink today on the podcast Kyle Uh, today is actually Samuel Adams the the mugger just keeping it kind of original kind of nice all right Sam Adams is it the October blend or whatever no it's not but it's damn good so uh, we're not complaining I'm no idea. It was in the fridge. Yep. <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee that that uh, Oktoberfest is like their number one seller. Yeah. Yeah, but it's January, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might find some somewhere. It is five o'clock somewhere though. So. <laughs> <laughs> the original is a pretty good beer too. Yeah, but I, I still know that that Oktoberfest. Like everybody has that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what you got, Tim? I got a uh, a ninja's favorite beverage. What? A ninja's favorite beverage. Is this is this like undercover racism here? Or? No, no. <laughs> no. You're supposed to ask. This, you're supposed to ask me now. You're supposed to ask me back. Like, what's Tim? What's a ninja's favorite beverage? Go ahead, Dado. Yeah. Okay. What what is a ninja's favorite beverage? What? <laughs> Yeah. Is that right? That yeah. Look, I got to go to the gym after this, man. You know, I don't drink before I go to the gym. So, Ooh, that 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 Craig stuff, man. We need to go to the gym. Right. Some pre workout going. Come on. Look, if I if I didn't, I don't think Craig or Kyle would like release me. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's too early right now, man. You're getting there in February, where everybody left the gym. All right, you got machines uh, open. All right, then uh, you can actually get in there. I'm just look, I've been, I work at a school district, so I get to like go use the school gym during this time frame. That's what I've been doing. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid all those. Your textile that work, baby. There you go. I'm, a, I'm avoiding all those Fatosaurus Rexes that are in there. <laughs> little guy. I'm a little guy, you know. I'm going to be pushing little guy weights, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got you. All right. Well, we're rolling again with this Captain Morgan's Long Island Iced Tea Cocktail. Nice. This is so easy. Yeah. Just pour over ice and just be done. Man. Good. It, okay. <laughs> is that the same one you had from last episode? Like, did you put that in the fridge and just save it? No. No. <laughs> no. It's a, a big ass bottle of mix. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Always there. Telling you. <laughs> um, yeah. 
All right, man. So, let's talk. Let's talk MVP because we we have yet to give our MVP awards. Oh to, yeah, you know some of these players that's you know done pretty well for our team, man. So the official BS and beer frenemies fantasy football podcast award for MVP. <laughs> okay, who, who would you give your award to? Uh, I, I, there's there's a bunch of guys. When you make it to the Super Bowl, obviously, there's you know at least two or three guys that kind of carry you. Um, I, I want to go Joe Burrow, but I want to say Devontae Adams, man. Uh, yeah. Nobody knows like how he's gonna do. Like you know, he's he's going back to this guy who, who he threw to in college, and uh, they might have this connection, but you don't know if it's gonna work. And I took a shot, and and, and damn, man, uh, pretty awesome. I'm gonna say Devontae Adams for me. Yeah. Okay. Tim, what you got? Yeah, man. I uh I'm gonna go tight end with this one right here, okay? Because this is kind of an unexpected what? scenario. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah, because I think people undervalue the tight end position as a whole. Um sure. we do. Yeah, yeah. Rightly yeah, so. You can, <laughs> if you get if you get a top three tight end, man, that's like that gives you points for the position, points to the position as we call it. And um, and your team is overall much more stronger. So I have a surprise name in the hat that um, I believe I acquired this guy from Dale. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, so, yeah, TJ, of course, TJ Hawkinson, baby. Nice. No, you didn't. You didn't acquire him from me. You got I, him from uh, Sam. I got him from Sam. I got Dallas Goder yeah. from you, and he yeah, would have been mine. Yeah, he'd have been my number one, but he got injured. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I so saw that coming. Keep... And that's why I traded him to you. Oh, you did? <laughs> that's, that's bullshit, by the way. Complete bullshit. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you call me with, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you were sure yeah. to tell me this. Like, oh, look on my spreadsheet I, right here. All right, yeah. right here, week four, I say he's yeah. going to get injured, and boom, he got injured. See? No, no, <laughs> I never call an injury. Kyle, this is lies. Have you ever heard me call an injury, Kyle? Have you ever heard me say that? Like, he's going to get Negative. injured. Never Dude. in my life. No I heard Negative you trade Michael Thomas, and Michael <laughs> Thomas got injured right after that. There's yeah. a difference between a curse and on purpose. <laughs> okay, and I, and any voodoo curses come from Dale because he's from Louisiana. Oh my God, Tim! <laughs> He's from Louisiana, and that's where the voodoo, the hibijibis, and all that stuff come from. And Dale is from there. He he brought it up to Arkansas. I can't no. <laughs> it's it's the Timmy curse that I trade away a player and they get hurt. I this is a Saints podcast, and these there some of these people would drive up to Arkansas to kick my butt if they found out I traded Mike Thomas. <laughs> I told everybody when it happened. I told him, yeah. and then he got hurt, and I said, yeah. hell, this is the curse of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Let me... This is real. I, I, I want to scan. I do not own any Saints players on the big league. <laughs> I'm, I'm making sure. I'm not... I'm not going to get, like, a pitchfork through my guts or something weird, you know? Oh, man. Okay, well... <laughs> Let me give my award out, and mine is going to Justin Fields. 
the quarterback <laughs> that Tim loves to hate. Okay. I mean, the guy finished with uh, num- number three, the number three uh, quarterback, number four quarterback, whatever. He's top five uh, quarterback on the year. All right. Uh, Tim hates this guy. I'm going to pull out the Wolverine meme on you, dude. You know, he's crying in his bed about Gene Gray and all that. That's you right there. <laughs> you are the Wolverine meme. Kyle, can I get a verdict on that, sir? No, no, definitely. No, I'm going to say no. Oh, he's not. All right. Not yet. He's going to get there. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. <laughs> okay. So, so no, he's, not, he's not top five. I'm sorry. He finished like top top 10. I'm sorry. Oh. So, you know, hey, look. He's, he, he was my MVP. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have a quarterback that scored more points than he did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That was, that was my guy. He turned my season around. Got me as far as I got. So, I appreciate him. And then the fact that Tim hates him, icing on the cake for me. So I, I hate him because you love him. <laughs> That's it. I just oh. I just like because you hate him. <laughs> really, really is. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, like we said, we're going to be talking dynasty. Uh, so we're going to be talking a lot of rookies. Uh, we're gonna be talking some defense, that kind of thing. But fantasy football does not stop. This is all year round. You guys need to join a dynasty league. Yes, and we're, we're probably gonna end up starting a whole another league, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we can hear hey. from some of the the listeners out there. Maybe we can get them to join up too. Maybe we we'll get Sassy Sarah over here to join and make a team. We'll, you know, maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. you, you offended her a lot. Hey, we're sending a big shout out to our new partners over at Sports Talk with Friends. We're going to be teaming up with them to bring you some different personalities and points of view. This season is going to be a lot of fun. So go over to their Facebook group. Check them out. Sports Talk with Friends. So I will will let you guys know. We'll peek behind the curtain. We have gotten rid of Timmy's tips. Okay, because it'll fit Sarah. Yes. Oh, no. Right. Timmy's tips is gone. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah, for uh, letting us know. So we got rid of that. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a uh, new new part of the year, man. So we're going to different segments. We're gonna talk about different things. Uh so let's kick this thing off, man. Dance. Rookie. Spotlight. That's right. We got new music. That's right. Oh, a man. new spotlight. We got Dale's rookie spotlight. We're going to be talking about a rookie coming up in the draft and just projections, you know, what we think about them. So we're going to start off with Tank Bigsby, running back from Auburn. He's about six feet, 215. Kind of bigger guy. He's projected to be drafted in the second round of rookie drafts. So this is you know really early, of course. Um, the pros, he's a north-south runner. He's got good patience. He's got good vision. But the cons, not he doesn't have a lot of production against the good teams. Now you got to keep in mind though, Auburn was a bad team 
this year. They they had like five wins or something. So you can't put everything on Tank Bisbee. He's just running back. But, you know, look, you came up against LSU. We've had trouble um, during the season against the run sometimes. He got 12 carries, 45 yards. You know, we're really not a not a factor in that game. So we even fumbled in that game once too. So hey, um, still you never know what what team is going to land with. Landing position is huge um, with with Dynasty. So maybe he comes to a team with a pretty good uh, running game uh, and he gets the opportunity and gets in there and and does his thing. You guys. Uh, Got anything to, that you might know about Tank's, Tank Bisbee from Auburn running back? I mean, you play the SEC, you're, it's essentially being NFL ready. Am I right? I mean, you're yeah. playing, it's the closest thing you can get to playing and playing on Sundays. So, I mean, I'm always biased to, to SEC, especially SEC yeah. runners, I feel like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there too. Give me a guy out the SEC. <laughs> That's right. Our linemen are bigger. Um, our teams are bigger, faster, stronger, and in my opinion, all around. So, grab an yeah, SSD running back. Looked like it in the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> are you with that? Can are you with that at all? Bro? Yeah, I also like to iterate Dale's uh, Dale's point that um, it landing spot matters a lot. Yeah. Sometimes we'll we'll watch me and Dale would get all mad about it. players going to bad situations and then bad players going to good situations. And, and it's always, it's always the situation that they go to. That's more than, than their talent or anything more valuable. Yeah. yeah. Situation is king. You could, you could be a great player and, and get into a bad situation and you're done. So, <laughs> yeah. Segment. Kyle segment. Holy moly, what the heck was that? All right, Kyle. This is yeah. your segment, bruh. Uh, See that? Oh, my I goodness. Like it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that's, that's right. A, that's right. That, that's a WWE walkthrough, man. <laughs> I mean, I like how it says segment, so I could just kind of spit about anything. Yeah, and I have no idea what you're going to talk about, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, sometimes me neither. It's all right. I got you. All right. So what you got this week, man? I mean, um, the regular season's over. I mean, we got playoffs going on. I do want to kind of get an idea of, of who you guys are thinking uh, coming up, who's going to win it Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, it's always fun to talk about, but yeah. free agents, man. Um, all these guys not playing, they're already kind of looking towards next year. Um, so really, I'm just going to take the top free agent, and I think that's obviously Lamar Jackson. I mean, hmm. uh, maybe arguable, uh, maybe not, but uh, the Ravens, just they're not going to pay him. They pay defensive players. That's just uh, that's what they do. Good well, for I you. I saw something today where it's like a quote from Harbaugh saying uh, Lamar's our quarterback and we're going to get something done. Yeah. Well, cause yeah. Harbaugh is, he's intelligent. He's a, he's a good coach. Yeah. He knows uh, like what's going on. It just seems so obvious that he 
he should be their quarterback until you know until he's broken and and is no longer able to play football honestly um next year but you know in uh the hopes that oh he's going to be a free agent he's going to leave baltimore um i think the number one spot if you're a quarterback um kind of cool it's it's you know new city they're kind of the new generation the uh, las vegas uh raiders i think any quarterback if you're on the market that's the top landing spot i mean it, it just seems with josh mcdaniels out there um you got you know wide receiver one mvp um mm-hmm. i would love to see like a top free agent quarterback go to the raiders that's mm-hmm. kind of my pipe dream you think Brady's going to go there? What do you, how yeah, you feel about I mean, that? there's there's also Geno Smith. That's another one. Uh, Geno to Adam, that that could be something sexy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, those are, you know, between Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, Geno Smith, um, I would like to see somebody kind of, you know, shake it up in the offseason. Dude, if I told you last year we were going to be talking about free agents and talking about Geno Smith, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you would have said you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although he did look pretty damn good. Um, him and DK finally got something going yeah. uh, in San Francisco. I mean, obviously they got routed and uh, they couldn't keep it close because San Francisco's just rolling right now. But you know, they did have that that connection. It was still apparent that those two um, they're on the same page and they could do some damage. Sir, yes, sir, I really think Gino's probably going to end up staying there in Seattle. Though he's going, he's got a great spot, yeah, and I think so. Yeah, and the fan base is really kind of rallied around him. And and I um, mean, it, it's looking more like the system as opposed to Russell Wilson, right? Right. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's just like it, there was some quote about uh, about Gino talking about Russell. He was not talking about Russell, but talking about Russell. And he goes, it was kind of easy to come in here and be the leader because the last guy was like super weird. <laughs> and he stated all this weird stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I heard, I heard, you know, somebody from what, San Francisco saying that he was, uh, had a weird conversation with Russell Wilson too. So yeah. Yeah. I, it must happen when you get a lot of money. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my people call your people. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh. Come on down to Timmy's huge car emporium. All right, it's Timmy's huge car emporium. <laughs> what you selling to us today, bro? Uh, did you put on a cowboy hat when you said that? <laughs> did you put some boots on and all that? Some spurs. That's right. I, I went I mean, to that that boot store. You know, they could sell all the boots and hats and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, I recorded that. Uh, there you go. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> I was wanting to talk about um, if you're in Dynasty now, we're kind of setting our keepers. Who we're going to be keeping? Wh- why are we going to be keeping things? And what I like to do is I kind of, um, I just kind of project my guys. I put them down on, on a list of who's got, who are my top wide receivers. And you're going to see 
a gap all of a sudden in your roster. <clears throat> Doesn't matter if that gap is the from the third wide receiver to the fourth or from the fifth wide receiver to the sixth. There's going to be a big gap all of a sudden, and there's going to be another set of gap. And we we typically call these tiers. And so you talking about points right now? It, yeah, and their points okay. for the season gotcha. overall. Gotcha. And um, so you're going to see a big gap in them, and, and you're going to know who to keep and when to keep that person because of the gap. So, um, you know, you end up want to end up keeping like your top five wide receivers because at between five and six, there's a big gap and you know that, that this, this wide receiver number six is much worse than the rest of them or his, or his, you know, his scenario is worse, um, barring in, injury or anything like that. So, um, when you're setting out your roster, what I typically do at this stage, I don't go and mark my keepers right now but I go and decide who I am going to keep. And then um, when I get all my, my slots filled out, whether I keep like last year, I think I only kept four running backs, which is like bare minimum. Um, it's, it, it's like a hard thing to do. And then, uh, but that's what I chose to do. And I kept more wide receivers cause I was investing more, more effort into young wide receivers. So, okay. so anyway, um, then take those players below that gap and trade them away. Trade those players away either for lower picks. Like, so we'll say, you know, you're, you think your player is worth a fourth round pick, but you trade him away and you'll get it. Maybe you'll get a fifth. And that, that pick is more valuable because you typically don't have um, a set amount of picks that you have to, you know, the, where you have a set amount of roster positions. You can have an infinite amount of picks. So, you know, go trade that guy away for, you know, a fourth or a fifth round or sixth rounder next year or for the fourth, you know, a fifth rounder two years from now. And you'll still get the value because if not, you're going to drop this dude for no reason. So you'd rather get something for him than just drop him for free. Just something better than nothing. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll take one of my better, my good wide receivers that I would keep. And I'll grab one of these ones in the lower bracket that have a good name and I'll pair them up to go trade for a two for one scenario because we're trying to minimize our roster right now. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. gotcha. No hates it. He's, he's begrudgingly saying, yep. <laughs> no, I, I see you do it every year and I just don't get how the people hadn't caught on to He's trading you a bunch of guys because he's about to cut these guys. Well, let him cut those guys and pick them up for free. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's where we get our advantage because we're moving ahead of the ahead of other people. We've already decided who our keepers are, so now we know who we can go out and trade and what we're going to receive back. So, like other people aren't deciding their keepers till like the week the keepers are due to be, you know, put out. So, and, um, so that's, that's, that's the advantage. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Got to stay ahead of the, of everybody else, at least, um, and with your team. So. And keep kicking Dell's butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking about this list of players that you will, uh, create, uh, for your keepers to, <clears throat> to trade away. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Fantasy Pros and they came out with an article and they oh. 
they have people on there that they uh, they put as do not trade oh. uh, pieces. So these are players okay. that they say do not trade them. And oh. uh, I wanted to discuss the whole concept of do not trade because I don't I don't think you believe in do not trade just in, no. in general. <laughs> like no. nobody is off limits to you. But Kyle, mm-hmm. like, what do you think about? I mean, just cornerstones of your of your roster um, on a team that you're building. Do you ever have a list of guys that you just would not trade? I mean, everybody's supposed to have a, a no trade list. Um, okay. I mean, I actually like the ESPN app um, where you can put it up. Um, you know, willing to trade so and so, and you have your own kind of list, and then you know, so everybody knows to to kind of trade with those people. Um, I don't know why people still trade with Tim. Honestly, I, um, I really, I, I do want to, uh, to get that dynasty league going, get us all together, get the, you know, the frenemies dynasty, get it started. Um, and just like kind of be able to watch for myself, how he just still manages to, to get these trades going out in like in and out the door, like clockwork. Um, I, I just, every single week, there's always something new. And uh, I kind of, I just want to experience it firsthand, you know. You, you actually want to visit the lot, is what you're saying. <laughs> Come on down. Oh, man. That, that commercial got you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, goodness. Right. Oh, man. So, here we go, Tim. Like, since you, you believe you can, you can trade you know, anybody like two uh, of the quarterbacks that's on this list, Lamar right. Jackson and Justin Fields. You've already traded Lamar Jackson. I traded Lamar Jackson away. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, like this isn't something that you regret. Uh, I mean, look, there, there are trades that I don't, I didn't really come on top of on the long run. And, you know, I think we talked about this before I pulled out all of my trades um, ages ago mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, from ages ago. Oh, no, I don't have that one, though. That was really far back. So, but anyway, I traded Lamar Jackson for some stuff that made sense at the time. And I had a couple of other quarterbacks and Lamar wasn't, he wasn't uh, in a lot of hype and he wasn't there yet. So I needed the roster spot and I traded him away. And, and that's going to happen. You know, I do make unsuccessful trades sometimes. So, but I like to say is that everything's for sale. It just depends on the price. Do you like the price or you do not like the price? The value of something is made negotiated between the buyer and the seller and nobody else really matters in there. So, you know, if I'm willing to give up something for whatever the seller's willing to pay for it, then that's how a trade initiates. Sounds so Madden, <laughs> Madden saying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right, but listen, trades can affect more than two teams. Mm-hmm. These trades can have impact on the entire league, and that's why you need to make sure that you're actually winning these trades and reviewing what you've done prior previous trades. Make sure you don't make the same mistake more than once. Hey, look, man. You sound you sound like some person like what's her name Greta Thornburg or whatever preaching about climate change around here. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> so let's let's not make the same mistake, people. Let's I'm, let's be smart here. <laughs> you flying in your private jet, telling, walk, driving around the world, and telling everyone else how they need to save climates. No, I'm I am I am a, a member of a league where people trade with Tim and Tim steadily makes the championship game every season. We're doing something wrong with these trades. You traded <laughs> these with are me. not working out. These are not yeah. working out for other people. Uh, let's go, let's go down on this list. Let's go one more, one more position down on this list here. I got this list pulled more. up right now. Oh, okay. Okay. You're talking about the running back. Yeah, let's go to the running back. Who's the top of the list on the running backs there, Dale? Yeah, ETN. Yep. ETN. And and who tra- who yeah. traded ETN to me last yeah, year? Yes, me. Yeah. I did. Oh, dang. When, 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 he, was had, when he had an uh, Achilles stutter- injury. I, heard, I noticed how you stuttered. <laughs> I noticed how that stutter. You when know. he had an Achilles injury, yes. You backed I, I traded a running back with an Achilles injury because I did not believe this running back would come back from the Achilles injury. Yeah. That's good at Thornburg. <laughs> You and her about the same height anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean, I, look, I, I'm, you, you're going to have those kind of trades where you just don't believe in a guy and that guy, that guy proves you wrong, just like you didn't believe in Lamar Jackson. Hey, Kyle, can I get a verdict on that one? Is Dale a hypocrite of his own saying? No, no. Can I say no? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. That's... <laughs> Not sure. Trading with a player on IR is not like you traded away a guy. Like this guy was on IR, man. So, yeah. Achilles. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> a so death sentence for a running back. All right. <laughs> um. Now, one thing I will say, I never want to do mm-hmm. is trade away a young wide receiver. Um, that's pretty good. So somebody like Olave being on this list mm-hmm. and Devontae Smith, I totally get it because you're going to have these guys for years down the line in Dynasty. Yeah, and if Wilson. you trade one of them, well, yeah, yeah, he's another one. But if you trade one of them, man, like those guys are going to be haunting you for years to come. So yeah. I never want to trade one of these young wide receivers. You can build your team with young wide receivers. Here. Here's another part, by the way, just a, another dynasty tip. But is that wide receivers and tight ends usually plateau on points wise for the year at the age of 32 when they start the season of 32. So, so um, I like to trade guys away two years before. So I try to mm-hmm. trade guys away at 30 because I want to trade away and get maximum value. At 30 years old, they're still producing pretty good. And that player, um, and that uh, that player is still going to produce for that other team for quite a few years. And then um, also running backs, though, their plateau mark is uh, 28. So I want to trade my running backs away at 26, which is why I traded Christian McCaffrey away. Okay. And then that, that other team feels like they still get a value. Um, right. And that, you know, if the running back continues or the wide receiver continues for another couple of years doing pretty good, they get three years out of a good wide receiver that they, you know, they knew what they were buying into. So. Yeah. I, I can see that. So, 
so that that's how you keep your 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 customers happy with this little this uh what, thirty thousand mile warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I'm spitting all this stuff that I've never told Dale sometimes, just because you know I like these listeners. So <laughs> my my evil plans to take over the world. Yeah, yeah, that's them. <laughs> Let's talk about these NFL coach vacancies. We've got the Denver Broncos with the vacancy. Now, do you look at this being a desirable job for a coach? And then what are you hoping to see from this offense that underachieved last year? Like, We want a coach that's going to maximize these players, right, Kyle? Like, you have to find somebody who's just straight up offensive guru and mm-hmm. who can like finally get Russell, you know, get him back to, you know, at least something like what he was before. Um, I think if, if you draft anything, but an offensive guy, it's a mistake. Um, defense, they handled business all season long. You don't have to worry about the defense, uh, Denver, like that's, they're always going to have, you know, somewhat of a strong defense, uh, just playing in that building. Um, I say anything offensive, anything to get like those playmakers on the same page or, you know, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We also have the Arizona Cardinals. Now this could be big because of uh, the talent that's on the team with Kyle Murray being, you know, that, that high dollar quarterback and we need him to succeed, you know, cause people have been invested a lot in Kyle Murray, not only the team, but dynasty players have invested high picks or traded for him. So, well, I'm also hearing that Flowers is probably going to end up getting this head coach position in Arizona. And so if that's the case, I'm curious what kind of offensive coordinator he's going to hire um, Mm -hmm. and how they're going to maximize Kyler and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. So what do you think about that, Tim? Flores, yeah, he's uh, actually Flores was good. I read, um, I read a thing, I read a thing uh, today. I think it was about how Miami like went out and got Terry Kill. They but they they trying they signed Chubb and they traded some picks away and then they up, upgraded their line to finish exactly what they did with Flores the year before. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think Flores is a good coach, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he does get that position, or he'd be an interesting pick for Denver as well. But I think um, Denver or or Arizona, either quarterback, especially Denver, is going to have a big say in what what coach is coming in. What do you if you think that's true too, Kyle? I mean, I feel like Arizona's like completely the opposite of what happened in in Denver. Mm-hmm. Like Arizona's defense was just a wreck. Um, I feel like that. And, and yeah, everybody's on, on, on board with Flores, but I still think there's a ton of other head coaches that uh, might be a better fit, honestly. Yeah. Do y'all, do y'all think Brian Leftwich might get a chance to coach a head coach spot? Well, he just got fired as, as a coordinator. But the crazy yeah. thing was last year, he was mm-hmm. interviewing for uh, a head coaching job. I want to say he turned down the head yeah. coaching job in, in Houston. To stay mm-hmm. as the offense coordinator, and now he gets fired. So, <laughs> yeah, that's well. He didn't he study under Andy Reid for a lot of years. 
No, I, I want to say I want to say his first job was with uh, uh, a, uh, Arians, huh? Oh, really? Arians coordinator. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Well, he's one of the perennial names that pop up though on every uh, head coach vacancy position. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of waiting to see what he's going to end up having. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, Houston Texans, mm-hmm. uh, their job is open again. They they fire like what four coaches in four years or something crazy like that. It's that's a train wreck of a place there. Um, <laughs> and the GM quit. Like yeah. Well, no, no, that was Arizona. The, the GM quit. Uh, GM quit Arizona, right? Yeah, he stepped uh, away. Okay. Um, I, I want to say Houston's guy got fired, but um, I'm a Levy Smith, right? Yeah, they, they fired Levy Smith, the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you think Levy Smith would earn like a little bit more than like one season? You think like the respect on his name would give you like a little bit? I guess not when you only won what three games, um, three or four games. Man. They, they, said, they said two coaches up to fail and they mm-hmm. fired two coaches. <laughs> and yeah, then the, meanwhile, they, they, they let uh what Bill O'Brien like yes. uh, yes. lose all these games. They gave him mm-hmm. more power and he traded away their best player. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I was about to bring him up, dude. I was about to bring up Bill O'Brien too. Yeah. 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 That's a terrible organization, um, but I, I can't I can't really think of much uh, fantasy output. You know, I guess besides in running back, the uh, the rookie running back we had out there, um, Evan Pierce. Pierce, yeah, um, yeah, what a great surprise, man. Whew. Yeah, that was great. Uh, also, though, I was talking to Dale earlier, is that um, you know, when the when earlier in the season for draft and all that I was talking about bringing up the Lions offense and investing in the Lions offense and investing in the Giants offense. Now you're going to end up dropping these players off the Texans and like these bad offenses. But when you see them get a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator, that's the time to invest in that bad team for pennies. And then if whatever piece that you're interested in the most, like becomes valuable the next year, like, um, like a Monroe did and, and, um, you know, like, the bar, like uh, Saquon Barkley did this year, then um, you know you've, you've bought something for pennies on the dollar that you can go back and sell. When you when you're talking about uh, buying somebody on pennies, you know for pennies, like on the Texans, I mean, are you looking at just like their rookies that's coming in? Because I mean, you're, yeah. you're not getting Damian Pierce for pennies. Yeah, you're getting Burks though. You can you could probably. There's a chance you could drop Burks and then still pick him up next year, depending on how big or small your roster is. Traylon Burks, he's he's going to be pretty good next year. Oh no, that's the Titans, though. Uh, oh yeah, I knew that. yeah, My yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. My bad. I knew but, that. Um, no, I mean, like, so they got Cooks. Um, yeah, Nico Collins. Yeah, Nico Collins kind of was one that stood out to me. I'm not sure about you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ditto. Sorry, I do get um, I do get the Texans and Titans mixed up a lot. But, yeah, um, you're drinking water, man. You should be drinking alcohol. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You and your your Craig endorsed drink. If if uh, 
If it is a Craig endorsed drink, he owes me some like checks for endorsement <laughs> checks right here. But um, <laughs> but um yeah, dude, it, I, they might invest in a wide receiver early. Also, yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah, and now that that would be something to to invest in. I think because uh, you never know what's going to you know pop up with that, and especially if it's a pretty good player. So. Yeah, and we're we'd be looking to pick up these kind of pieces in the in the coming draft, not right, um, not anytime. So anytime soon. Um, the Indianapolis Colts job is open now. With them not having a quarterback, man. Besides, you know, Jonathan Taylor out there, and I don't really. Well, um, Michael Pittman is, is a good mm-hmm. piece. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, Tim loves Cox. Um. <laughs> uh. Whoa! 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 Y- y- Damn, Dale! You just remember that from another episode? No, we don't remember none of that. Tim was talking about Mo Alley Cox. Like, I really like him. I really like this guy. And I was like, Well, yeah. So Tim, Tim likes Cox. Oh, 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 oh. oh man! It just came back to me and, and slapped me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, we never we never forget those kind of jokes here on the show, okay, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, they interviewed they interviewed Jeff Saturday today. Yeah, uh, that's a joke. <laughs> go for it, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. Please go for it. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what they do at the quarterback position. That's a, that's an opening for sure. And mm-hmm. with somebody like Michael Pittman, um, could be good for him, could be bad for him. So, and the last opening, Carolina Panthers, and they have a lot of young pieces on offense. And we saw that the the interim coach got a lot out of them. So, you know, maybe a a, a guy like a Sean Payton, you know, <laughs> could have a lot oh. to a lot to uh, present. And make this offense look a lot better, and give the Saints some first round picks. <laughs> that, work. that last part is the only part that I liked about that. Yeah, did you hear the teams he could go to? Like, please, God, please do not. Go to- <laughs> oh, yeah. it's possible. This this is a new owner and. Oh, I heard he was pretty aggressive and he wants a winner, so maybe he's uh, willing to spend a lot of money to make this happen and give up whatever assets you need to give up to make it happen, but um, it, this could be big for DJ Moore, um, depending on you know who they hire. And I want to say he's like in his second contract, right? Mm-hmm. DJ Moore? Yep. So this is, is. this is pretty important. It's an important hire because if they make the wrong hire, his value goes down. <laughs> also, also, I think this is a kind of like a deep quarterback class, if I'm not mistaken. Coming in, rookie drafts. Yeah, well, we'll 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 be going to the, the different quarterbacks in the rookie spotlight for sure. You know, we'll we'll visit those things, Sam. <laughs> okay. This week's matchups.
Let's look at our pick'em, man. We are coming down to the last few weeks, and we have a new leader in the clubhouse, the Queefers. <laughs> He's got the top spot, followed by Raw two 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 seven eight, and me. Kyle, you went all the way down to number five, and Tim just gave up. I went down. <laughs> I gave up early. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to pick some of these games because, you know, it's that time of year. It's the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? That's right. That's what we're talking about. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so we got Jacksonville at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City is an eight and a half point favorite here. And they're playing at home. Tell me who you got. Oh, wow. Eight and a half points, though. Mm-hmm. Playing at home. Just the Jags. I'm going to go points. I'm going to go with Jaguars and the points. I'm going to take the plus eight and a half. Okay. I, All right. I'm just going to su- surprise them. I will agree with you and take Jacksonville plus those points. Kyle, who you got? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do family. Uh, Jacksonville, keep it close. Um, Jacksonville? I mean, really? That's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Don't they? Am I just being optimistic or? Listen, let me, let me tell you something, man. I turned that game off last week versus Chargers. Okay. I missed this entire comeback. I turned it off 27 nothing. Wow. Um, uh, <laughs> he just threw another interception. Everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, this joke is over. I'm, I'm going to find something else to do. Uh, <laughs> and Chris sent that text. was like, man, they're going to fire the Chargers coach. <laughs> and I'm like, for what? He yeah. just blew these people up. <laughs> Man, I pulled up the score. I was so angry. <laughs> but you saw that thing that Trevor Lawrence uh, celebrated by going to Waffle House. Oh, word? What's that? Yeah. That was after the game. He went to Waffle House with a bunch of his friends. And wow. uh, that was like the talk of the town now. We call it the wow. Southern Hibachi. Yeah, yeah, it showed up is. <laughs> yeah, Southern Hibachi, baby. All right. You know, well, everybody's taking Jacksonville minus the eight and a half. So everybody drink up. All right. We got the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is a seven and a half point favorite. How who you got here? Going for the Giants. I would like to see the Giants win. However, Easy. Wait, who, who'd you pick? I got Philly. I got the Eagles all the way. Okay. I got you. Eagles. Right. Whoa. All right. Tim, who you got? Wow. I'm going Giants, man. I'm going points again. I think it's going to be a closer game than that. This is the playoffs, man. People work hard in the playoffs. <laughs> it's a divisional game. Yeah. And it's in the playoffs. 
You know, that is a lot of points, Tim. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't agree with me. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking the points, Tim. Uh, <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, Give me the uh, Giants get the points, too, okay? I, I, I want to be the only one that picks the Giants so I can beat you. <laughs> look, look, man, you gave up, all right? Your, your opportunity to beat me in this is, is over, okay? You lost. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I, I quit doing the Pick'em League. Right. Because you you were losing. Yeah, I, I was losing. I was losing because I wasn't paying attention. You got to make fix to, like, actually participate in this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game, we've got Cincinnati at Buffalo. And Buffalo is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me Cincinnati all day long. Cincinnati straight up is going to win. Go Tigers. Nice. Nice. <laughs> all right. Who you got, Kyle? Oh, man. I, I really wish this is the game that everybody wants. All that stuff happened with Tamar Hamlin. Um, finally, we're actually getting... Um, man, it's so hard to pick against Buffalo still. No, uh, mm. no, no, no. Give me the Bengals. Right? Ooh. Damn, okay, let's go. Mm. What was the spread again? Three, I'm sorry, four and a half. Oh, wow. Buffalo minus four and a half. I'm taking Bengals with points. I got to. I think it's going to be a close oh, game. Yeah. Everybody's on Cincinnati, so drink up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's go, man. Why can't we have Let's this many families Joe. when I got an alcoholic beverage instead of just some water? <laughs> yeah. I think Dale's doing this on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I have my spreadsheet. It told me all the picks you were gonna make. And mm. uh and uh <laughs> That's what happened to I spent some time on these spreadsheets and they come out pretty correct a lot of times. So, <laughs> all right. We got Dallas at San Francisco. San Francisco is a three and a half point favorite. Kyle, who you got here? At, I thought it was at Dallas. I think, I think nope. Dallas is going to take it. Right? I mean, I don't think Dallas is the better team. But, I mean, that's just me. Okay. Give me Dallas, yeah. Kyle's got Dallas. Tim? Man, what was the points again? You didn't write it down in the show notes. San Francisco, three and a half. Uh, three and a half. San Francisco, I, I put, three and a half. I put the link in the show notes that leads you to the Yahoo <laughs> place where you can actually make your picks along with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it's called Tim Fault. That's what they yeah. called. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. So you know, Tim 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 works on, with a lot of user errors, and he will uh, complain to me about the user errors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a term for it in the IT world. It's called pep cake. Problem exists between user and keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, man, I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Man, I want to pick Dallas, 
Brett, this is the this is the playoffs. And uh listen, playoffs. Dallas Dallas won one playoff game, all right? Let's not let's not push these things, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're asking for a lot here to actually win two playoff games in the same year. Now, I mean, come on, y'all. <laughs> same, same decade. I mean, did you guys see that little stat line? It's like Dallas loses one game straight. And then they'll lose a game. And then they'll win two straight. Lose, lose a game, win two straight. Lose a game, and they have currently won Ooh. three more. That would be a Super Bowl championship. They're literally on a... Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, one in the same. Uh, hey, okay. uh, Del Math, Del Math, that means they're due. So, so they're, they're due for a win here. They're, they're due. Due for that W. Exactly what I'm saying. Yep. yep. Due. due for a uh, W now. Okay. You made that sound. <laughs> Play that again. Play that again. Ooh, I, I play this. Due. due. I played this like a few weeks ago, man. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I didn't hear it too well. <laughs> oh, man. You're really talking me into this thing, bro. Like, I'm... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm rolling with the backup yeah. quarterback. Give me Purdy. Uh, and oh, I'm oh. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. Listen, That's all right, Kyle. We'll be Dale. We'll be got, Dale together. I've got I've got yeah. years and years of uh of stats that tell me Dallas is gonna lose this game. Okay. <laughs> but I did win, so I'm hoping that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's that man is was, was pretty convincing. It, it really I don't feel good about it. Don't get me wrong, my pick here. I don't I don't feel good about that pick at all. So <laughs> then you oh, would feel man. better the about that they have that... a backup quarterback. I mean, kind of hurting your case there, aren't you? Yeah, 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 but listen, this backup quarterback is special, okay? Oh. Like this guy, this guy knows the offense, he runs this offense. And last last week he, he actually like um he went off script and made some plays happen. Like, I'm mm-hmm. pretty impressed with the kid right now. <laughs> Let's be relevant. Give me Purdy, man. Give me Purdy. <laughs> they were talking about San Francisco having a quarterback problem next season because of Purdy and Trey Lance. I mean, what, what's what's the problem? Because you got a quarterback that's in there and he, he's winning in, in the playoffs. What, what, what's the problem? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't yeah. get it. Oh, it's going to be a problem though, because they're going to want to try to restart Trey Lance again, but um. Purdy's going to end up showing out. So now, now Trey Lance going to bring his behind in there and want to ball a little bit, do some tasting stuff. That's what he could do. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's what he could do. So, well, you got a lot of ego on the line too, though. When you make the trade, what do they trade like three first round picks or something crazy? Yeah, yeah. to go move but, up and get Trey Lance. I mean, but you at what point does it matter? All that matters is you got a quarterback and that's winning games. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> Give me a guy that's going to win some games. So if, if, if your ego is going to keep you from winning, then you deserve what you get. 
But then, <laughs> then on the flip side, let's say you go with Purdy. Now you've just wasted those first round picks because it seems like almost any dude that gets in that position is going to be successful at somehow. Yeah, you should you know that. Because, on that because of the system. You should know this. <laughs> you put me in there for half the money and I could have did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dale. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, we got to we get most of our sound bites have a spring microphone. <laughs> this man's like, put me in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the show for this week. We'll be back with more Dynasty Talk. Again, reach out to us. If you're interested in joining some Dynasty Leagues. Um, I know my guy, Nate the Great, reached out. We are definitely going to be having him in it. Um, it's going to be fun, man. Like when we get this all put together, we need we need 12 for sure to make it good. So, oh, we'll have 12. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but as usual, I want to leave you guys with these words. I hate you guys so very, very much. And we out. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at BS and Beer Media. Or if you're old and want to write a strongly written letter, email us, BS and Beer at iCloud.com.